Okay guys, I'm here again with Pace Morby and we are on the whiteboard and we've got a really fun video to share with you. I've asked Pace to share with me his favorite no money down. No money, it's gotta be no money. But no Jerry, money is down it, real is estate. Is it really possible? Yes. <laughs> okay. Not easy, not, doesn't like, it's not like it happens overnight or all the time, right? But yes, you can. And then I'm gonna also share uh, my all time favorite no money down real estate deal I did. So all that and more guys coming up. Go to 8weekacademy.com to claim your free copy of Jerry Norton's most popular training. In it, he reveals his blueprint for making $100,000 per year with real estate. If you're new here, I'm Jerry Norton. I went from dead broke to millionaire flipping houses. And after doing a thousand deals, I created this channel to help you master the art of wholesaling and flipping so you can live your dream life. Be sure to subscribe and click the bell icon to get notified when new videos are released. Okay, Pace, are you up for this? We're gonna whiteboard it, because I don't know about you, but for me, it's gonna be a lot easier to illustrate Bro, I can't, how the deal I can't went down. talk about a deal without a whiteboard. It's kind of like it's kind of like when you pace. Yes, I have to pace on the, on the phone. phone. And I have a little bit of Italian in me, so I have to talk with my hands all the time. Oh, yeah. You, you don't understand what I'm saying unless my hands are flying, <laughs> right? You wanna go first? Yeah, let's do it. Let's see it. So something that's really interesting is that you get people when you post on Instagram or YouTube, like I look at your YouTube comments a lot and people are like, oh, you know, zero down is not possible. Guys, it is so possible to do deals without your own money, okay, first and foremost. And on this one, we're gonna go above and beyond that where you don't even need money, whether it's somebody else's or not. No credit, no credentials. So I say credentials, a lot of people don't know what that means. No W-2 income, no tax returns, none of that stuff. People get scared like, oh my gosh, my tax return showed $32,000. How am I going to be able to do X, Y, and Z? All right, so a big part of this is that you're trying to accumulate wealth, get cash flow, all that kind of stuff, and you want to be able to do it with no money. So the three C's, I say, no cash, no credit, no credentials, right? So this is a deal, 1906 South 78th place. You guys can look this up. I'm never going to sell this property. Okay, I'm never going to sell it. And I bought this property for $100,000, okay? Now, the ARV at the time, or the retail value of the, at the time, was $110,000, okay? So no, not much equity. Not much equity, okay? Um, that was the ARV. But the as-is value, what it was worth at the time, was probably maybe $80,000. So upside down. All right, so I actually paid upside down. Yeah. So the house's value, the as-is value was about $80,000. If I put like 10,000 into it, I could have sold it on the retail market for 110. But lost money after closing fees, commissions, and so right. on. So if the ARV was 110, what would you have to buy this on a cash deal to, to make it make sense? Probably 50, 60? Yeah, 70% less repairs is right. gonna put you down there at 50, 60. So there's a seller. I remember their name because I've told this story multiple times. It's Dale and Susan, okay? Dale and Susan own this house outright. They have no loan. They have nothing on it. They own it outright. And they have tenants in the property. Who are the tenants? The tenants are family members that are not paying their rent. Ooh. Right? So there's Never some Never rent to your there. family. Never rent to family. <laughs> so what happened is Dale and Susan were getting calls from wholesalers. Wholesalers were looking at the 110 ARV and saying, I got to offer $50,000 for this deal. Dale and Susan go, there's no way we're selling this property we own free and clear for $50,000. So along comes Pace and Pace comes in and goes, what do you want for the, the house? And they go, well, we would really like $90,000. Okay, and you guys are gonna understand why did I pay $100,000 when they originally told me 90? Okay. Because this is what she said. She said, I want $90,000 cash. And I go, well, 
Susan, there's no way that's going to happen because there's no upside for anybody. And she, she understood that. I said, but I would buy it on terms. If you would be willing to let me take over the property and you'd create a note or you'd create a, a, an IOU, I would take over the property. And let me ask you, Pace, oh. why didn't they want to retail it for a hundred? Because they had a family member in the house. Oh, that's right. So and so family I told member them the I would take over the family member. And deal with the and deal with all tenant. The, deal with all the, all the stuff. Okay. So I said, I'll take this over. And so here's what we did. We structured a deal where she asked for, she said, Pace, I want $20,000 down and I want 8% interest. And I said, Susan, I'm not going to do that. I'm definitely not a good buyer for you, but why don't we do this? Why don't we go from the $90,000 you're asking for? Let's go from $90,000 that you'd like. Which and- is still... 10,000 over its as is value of 80. Right. Okay. I will pay you $110,000 and I'll pay, or I'm sorry, I'll pay you $100,000. And the reason being is we're going to pre-build all the interest in. And of 10,000. Of 10,000. So I'm going to guarantee you $10,000 of interest. So what I ended up buying is I ended up buying the house for $10,000 down and 0% interest. So now I have a a house for $100,000 that I have 0% interest on, and a $10,000 down payment. Now, this is in addition to the difference? Nope. So the purchase price is $110,000 down, 0% interest. Okay. Okay, so I was with a new investor at the time. They actually brought me the lead. And they said, Pace, show me how you can buy a house like this with no money out of your pocket. So this is what I did. I went to Susan. I said, Susan, I'm a little bit tight on cash, which I wasn't. But Susan, I'm a little bit tight on cash. What I would love to do is give you the $10,000 down payment, but I want to do it over the course of 12 months. And so on my HUD, my settlement statement that I'll share you get with you guys, she actually seller financed not only the house to me, but she seller financed my down payment. So on a monthly payment. On a, on a six-month payment. So I gave her five grand at six months and another five grand at the next six months. Oh, so it wasn't even monthly. It wasn't even monthly. Okay. Okay. So what it allowed me to do is I went to the tenant that was living in the property and I said, I'm going to kick you out in about two weeks. Or you can pay me $1,650 per month and I won't kick you out. Which now you can do because family members gone. So they're no longer the bad guy, right? You're, right. And you're just a normal person that obviously needs to collect rent. 100%. So my seller finance payment to Dale and Susan is... $375 a month. So I've got $375 a month. On a 110 note or was it a 100 note because you're financing the debt? 100 de- note. Okay, 100 note, right? 100. So you guys are following that. 100,000 so note. $100,000 note. I'm paying Dale and Susan $375. Then I've got miscellaneous like $275 of insurance, vacancy and repair allocation, just making sure that I have a little bit of fluff, you know, all that stuff. So I'm all in. My total cost to own the property is $650. So my net is $1,000 per month is my net cash flow, net. Multiply that by six months. I just made $6,000 of which I then paid Dale and Susan their $5,000 every six months. So I paid them that my last payment, I made them two payments of $5,000. My last payment was March of this just last month. So I bought it last month, year in March. I paid them, finally paid my $10,000 down payment. You did two, of five, two payments of 5,000. Two payments of 5,000. And now you're doing this as legit, real cash flow. Now, now I'm keeping all of it. Yeah. 
right? Forever. Right. Now, here's the crazy thing is because our market went crazy, yeah. it's no longer, the ARV is no longer 110. The ARV now is like 160. It appreciated like crazy. Now, I don't care so much about the appreciation because I'm going to hold on to this property for a long time. The main reason is because I have 0% seller finance. So that payment of 375 is paying down my principal 100% every single month. Mm -hmm. This is a deal. I've probably done 12 of these deals. Mm -hmm. We have multiple 0% deals. But now once I tried that, this was the kind of the cool thing. I'd never tried to have a seller let me pay their down payment over a period of time. And now that's the first thing we do every time. Let me give you a down payment, the down payment you want. But do you mind if I pay it in increments over time? Very cool. Yeah. And, and, and it's and just creative. It's just asking, right. structuring it on paper that way and doing it. Essentially, you just have to look at it a, a little bit different of a way. And I agree with you. Yeah. I have a lot of people who go, you're paying full retail. You're crazy. I'm like, equity comes, equity goes, yeah. but the cash will always flow. I saw you put a post not that long ago that said something like, uh, name your price mm-hmm. and let me have it on terms and name your price. Right. I, I always say, if I could come up to the number you want, would you give me the terms I need? Right. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Where people mess up is, let's say, let's say this is their number. They're like, well... I want to buy it for 80 and I want all these terms and I want low interest rate and I want all this stuff. And then you, they kill the deal right. So what? because they're looking at it all wrong. Give them whatever number. Who cares if it's upside down, no equity, because you're looking at the other pillars that actually are going to make a big difference. Let's jump into your deal. Okay, let's jump into mine. So I'm going to erase your... You're right-handed or left-handed? I'm left-handed. Oh, that's this, actually great. This side of work. So this was actually a deal I did, a new construction deal in uh, Southern Utah and St. George. So what happened was Pace is, um, so, I'm, so I'm in that market, I'm, I'm building and flipping new construction. We call that spec flipping. And what happened was, is in one of these areas that I uh, was doing deals, there, so this is the road, and then on each side of the road, there were three lots, so six total, three and three. And the seller was a, was a guy that just bought them for like land banking, you know, and he had them listed for 99.9, and they were up for sale on the MLS and he could not sell them. No one was buying them. Um, not that it was a bad neighborhood or they were priced bad. It's just someone's got to buy and build. So he had a limited pool of buyers. Well, yeah, I mean, you've got on 99 times six, you've got $600,000 plus closing costs. Plus if they yeah. go get a hard money loan, they got carry costs. Yeah. That's a big That's a big check to write up front. And I think he was, he was trying to target like a retail. So a custom builder, buy a lot, bring your builder, build your home. Mm-hmm. Now these were small lots. So the, the houses are about 24, 23, 2400 square feet. Like for me, cookie cutter, single story, right? On a slab, easy. So 2400 square feet is like the model for the house. So I went to the seller and I said, listen, I'll pay you full price. I'll pay you hundred grand for all six. No agents involved. No agents. So he's yeah. actually making more money than he would have if he sold at retail. Because if he sold at retail, he's he pay commissions and he pay yeah. six thousand dollars in commissions, yep. right? Yep. So he had them listed, but I but I asked him. I said, "What's your deal?" He's like, "Ah, oh, it's a, you know, I can do whatever I want with them. They've been for sale forever, so I'm out of agreement anyway." You know. So I said, "Well, let's do this. I'll buy all six of them. Now let me take them down in phases, but I'll buy all six. So I did a takedown with them, an option, right? right? And I said, I'll pay you full price, but here's what you've got to do. You've got to give me zero down so and 0% interest. Zero down, 0%. But I'll buy you, I'll pay full price. And you have to subordinate. Oh, so you had to go get a first Construction position. loan. 
So your your construction lender would only want to be in first position. Exactly. So you had to have your your seller subordinate into second position. That's right. This so is this is so, so he's a lien this. holder, yeah, but he's yeah. second position. Love it. Now here's what's cool. I went to my construction lender, and I said, "Look, um, I've got these lots. I'm on title. I own them." And they're in second position, not not at the beginning. In the beginning, they're first position, but subordination means they'll move to second position right. when I secure financing. So I'm building these things for like 175 a foot. So my construction loans were about 400 to build them, 400,000 total to build them. But because the ARV is 675, the loan to value on my construction lender was good enough, and he allowed me to put the lot as collateral because it's second position. So this was looked at like a down payment because I own them and that 100,000 is behind them. So he's like, I'll give you 100% financing for your 400 build. Holy crap. Yeah. So now he's in second and all he, (laughs) now why would he do that? I'll buy all six of them. He's like, okay, I sold them full price. Now I got to wait, but I got them all sold. He was waiting anyway. He was waiting anyway. He was like, well, he probably would have been happy with an $80,000, $75,000 offer one at a time. I'm taking all of them. So here's what played out. So I'm all into these things for 500, right? 99 on the lot, mm-hmm. 400 on the build. My construction lender, this is how cool this gets. My construction lender, he defers payments for six months to his builders. So that way they can kind of get it off the ground, right? So I told my, I told my builder, I said, we have to build them in four and we have to sell them in two. And I want to sell these things before I owe my first construction loan payment. And we pretty much did kind of not all of them, but pretty close. So I would build one, spend 400, I owe the 99 when I sell, sell them, we sold them for around 675. After closing costs and everything, we would net about 100 to 115 per house six times in a row. Wow. And he let me stagger, so we would do, when this one's three quarters, we'd start another one. That so you made, you made overall $700,000 without giving the seller any money out of your pocket. No money. No construction loan money. Your construction lender paid, gave you 100% financing mm-hmm. because he was in first position and your loan to value was, was still so good. in a good position. Yeah. Then you structured it where your payments didn't start until basically the time you sold the property. Yeah. Now, I still had to pay interest because it accumulated. Of course, but you didn't but have to, didn't have to make pocket. a payment. Yeah. So I did six of them. With no payments, no money out, no nothing. So this is an interesting thing. So um, what I love about this is I love that you're highlighting land, which people drive around and see vacant lots all the time. Oh, man. So if I'm a brand new wholesaler, is there a way I could lock up a deal and then bring it to a guy like you? And you Absolutely. Can- so here's what I do. So this I wasn't thinking of sharing this, but land you can do so much easier with creative financing because it's dirt and it doesn't have any immediate value. Right. So sellers are way more open to terms because right. a house, like there's an immediate use. Yeah. And they, they'll say stuff like, well, what happens if you damage my house? What happens if this or what happens to that? With yeah. dirt, you could do anything to it's it and it only there. improves it. Yeah. it's Right. <laughs> right. So here's what I'll do. I'll go in with my low cash number. Like let's say in this case, 75 or whatever number I feel like if I could get this for cash for that, right. I can wholesale it. That's an awesome number. They say, no, I come back and I say, okay, fine. I'll pay you 90 with terms. So it's like a two-step process. Here's my cash. Okay, fine. Here's my terms number. And what I find is they see that spread and they're like, you know what? I've been sitting on this land forever anyway. I get more money and the, and the guy's willing to you know, pay interest on it. Right. So I created now income from it, which I haven't been doing. Right. So I'll do something like 10% down and 6% interest. 
something on, that's, on a two-year. Something that's and then wholesale it. Right. Something that's interesting about this is is there's a three-step process when we do a cash offer too. So you come in with the seventy-five thousand dollar lowball cash offer. Mm-hmm. They they're going to say no. Yeah. Then you go to ninety with the creative finance, and they get intrigued. Then to get them to go to zero down with zero interest, you then go to the 99. That's right. Exactly. Right? Yep. Which is where you, what you did here. Because yeah. even with this seller at 99, he wouldn't have gotten 99 mm-hmm. on the market. One, he hadn't sold it. He'd been waiting there hemorrhaging and paying property taxes. Yeah. He's losing money. Two, he would have paid agents to sell this property. He would have netted 93 grand. Yep. If he got full price. Right. Which probably no one would even offer full price. 100%. Because it's been sitting at that price forever. So a lot of people will ask, why would a seller do this? Why would a seller do that? Guys, there's like five things we just gave you why the seller would do that. You solved multiple problems and alleviated a bunch of pain for the guy. Yeah. And so with creative finance, cash offers I find are only able to solve pain. Yeah. Creative finance can create gain, right? So you now have the pain and the gain scenario. You solved his pain and you created gain. He actually makes more money going this route with you than he would have retail. We got the idea from, here's how I got the idea. We were, we were getting lots under contract. And then what we were doing is we were marketing them for sale to retail buyers at the retail build price. And then coming in and saying, we'll build your house for you? No. Then what we do is we say, here's the builder. Here's the cost of the lot. Your down payment is to pay off the lot, which is half of what I had under contract for. Love it. And then I'm out and they work with the builder. That's great. So it looked like this. We'd get the lot for 50 and then let's say the build job is, I'll just use the same numbers as 400 is the build cost, but a retail buyer will pay six. Mm-hmm. We would say to them, price is six, right? Um, we're going to sell the lot for 150 because 150 plus, no, no, four or five, so 200. I'm, I'm just making these numbers up, but you make it equal, right? So build four, lots two, you're happy at six for a new construction done home, fully right. done. I got it for 50, pay me the 200 down on your, cause you have to, they have to put money down on a construction loan anyway. Call this the lot buy, the balance of 400, you work with the builder directly and he'll build it for you and I'm done. So you're out. I'm out, up front, out. Holy and I had the lot for 50, like 150 that. or whatever the numbers come out at, yeah. Is land still a good uh, um, opportunity right now in 2021? Heck yeah, land's amazing right now because land's like everything. Everyone wants to buy everything, yeah. stuff's going up. Um, there's a shortage on new housing, so the, the demand is really high for new construction. I think so. Land is huge right now. Yeah. So if, if you, let's say I'm a brand new wholesaler and I want, I see a piece of land, what do you teach people or do you have videos on that, on mm-hmm. how to value land and what to do with it? Just for new construction, because that's my thing, is right. uh, how, to, how to buy a lot, build on it, flip it, like you would a, a fix and flip. So that's kind of my thing is how do you look at that land? How do you know what the value is and who your buyer is? But you learn those couple of things. What's great about land is there's so much less competition. People aren't looking at buildable lots like they are houses. And let let me ask this question in closing. Is it common to have creative finance with land? Most of mine are creative financing because it's so much easier to do and sellers are way open to it. Amazing. Yeah. Little bit down, carry it for two years. Give, give you enough time. What I'll do is I'll season it out and then just resell it for 50 grand more. Awesome guys. So I hope you found value in this. Like I hope more than anything pace that when people watch this, they're like, man, that was so creative. That was really awesome how you thought of that. And then when you're looking at your deals, like pace said, 
Don't throw away all these leads because they won't take that low cash number. Ask the question, say, listen, would you be open to, here's the question I like to ask, and I think you ask it a similar way, which is, if I was willing to pay you a lot more money, would you be willing to wait to get some or all of your cash? Love it. And if they say, well, tell me about that, what does that mean? And they're not hard pressed for that cash. If they are, then they're not gonna do it, right? right. But if they're willing to wait to get more money and create cash from it, because you create a note sometimes, a lot of sellers, a lot more than you think are open to that. And what's interesting is that once you get that to that point and the seller says, yeah, I'd like to hear more about it. Don't be fearful. Like you're not going to be able to structure it. Go find somebody, whether it's one of my students, we have 2000 students nationwide right now. So you can go into my Facebook group and say, who's one of Pace's students? Help me structure this deal or bring the freaking deal to you. Yeah. Right. Like let us structure the deal. Get an assignment fee. Don't let those dead leads go into the trash. Yep. That's, that's totally right. I love that. So thank you guys for joining us on this video. If you haven't, be sure to subscribe. This is the number one channel on YouTube for all things wholesaling and flipping. And before I forget, Pace and I will put some resources in the link below for some free guides and and help for understanding and how you can kind of put together some of these creative financing deals. And we'll see you on the next video.